0: Bismillah Rahman Rahim nahmadu wa nusalli Ala Karim barakatuh We welcome all the usual listeners as well as those that are tuning in for the first time. And last week we discussed certain aspects of the day of Friday and the khutbah of the Jummah Salah, as well as preparation for the day of Jum'a itself and how noble a day this is how virtuous a day it is that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has made it better and higher and greater in virtue than even the days of Eid today i wanted to discuss a little bit about the things that should not be that are not allowed during the khutbah but what we find prevalent in our communities today and for the ladies that are listening they can pass this message over to their children etc especially with the younger ones coming into the masjid and how to respect the day of friday and in particular the khutbah that takes place uh, on the day of friday we know that in the masjid uh, a different salah is read as opposed to what we are usually used to every day the Zohar salah ladies at home still read the Zohar salah however the men in the masjid they will have a sermon that will be read out in front of them so, usually here in South Africa, there will be a bayan that will be given, a lecture will be given before the khutbahs. The khutbahs are then given uh, uh, in Arabic, and these two khutbahs that we have before the actual fard salah uh, are wajib as well. So the two rakats that we have that are cut short in the namaz, because Juma salah is just two rakats as opposed to the normal far, uh, four rakats of farz. Uh, Zohar Salah Juma Salah is just two rakats. So the other two rakats How do we compensate for that? We compensate via these two sermons these two khutbahs that take place after the bayan and before the Salah and These are read out in Arabic as I said generally What we find happening a lot of the time is that while the khutbah is going on the people are still talking now, with regard to talking during the khutbah itself, the ulama mentioned that you cannot talk during the khutbah. A hadith of Rasulullah Pak sallallahu alayhi wa states that even if a person has to tell another person to be quiet, then too he has spoken too much. And even by telling another person to be quiet, you have spoken too much. So it just goes to show that a person should not talk at all during the khutbah. If a person approaches us and speaks to us, etc., we should just remain silent. After that, we can explain to the brother that the reason why I didn't reply to your salam at that time or I didn't answer your question uh, or didn't respond to you when you spoke to me was because it is not permissible to talk during the khutbah. So you are not allowed to talk at all. And... A person should listen attentively and even though the khutbah is in Arabic and majority of us might not understand it but out of respect for the day of Jumu'ah and the day of Jumu'ah in itself is a shi'ar of Islam. It is one of the symbols of Islam. So respect for the symbols of Islam is indeed from the piety of a person's heart. And therefore we should try and make sure that we do not talk at all during the khutbah. Another thing that we shouldn't do is offer any sunnah or nafil salah. And this we find happening as well. That a lot of the time uh, people will will, will be reading sunnah salah. So they will come into the masjid after the khutbah has already begun. And then they will commence with sunnah salah or nafil salah. So this also is not allowed. If we come into the masjid and the imam is still giving the bayan, then that's fine. We can, weigh, we can we we can can read our sunnahs while the bayan is going on, we can read nafil salah while the bayan is going on. That's not a problem. However, we should try and read uh, and listen to the bayan as well. So, that's fine during the bayan itself. But once the imam stands up on the member and he now uh, starts the khutbah which is in Arabic and this Arabic khutbah and sermon begins, uh, from that point onwards, a person shouldn't offer any sunnah or nafil salah uh, but rather should listen to the khutbah attentively, and thereafter proceed to read the fard of uh, Jumu'ah. And those sunnahs that were out before Jumu'ah may be read after, after Jumu'ah, that's, that's fine, there isn't any issue there. But during the khutbah, we shouldn't read any sunnah or nafil salah. So I mentioned that these two khutbahs are sort of in place of the two rakats of zohor salah that we are not reading now. Zor Salah is a four rakat namaz, Juma Salah is a two rakat namaz. So in place of the other two rakats, is this khutbah that we read. So that is why the khutbah is in place of those two rakats, and therefore it is like as if we are in namaz. That's why talking, eating, drinking, is not allowed during the khutbah. Uh, even to reply to any talk, like I said mentioned earlier, that even if a person has to speak to us, we cannot. We cannot uh, respond at that time. And even the reciting of the Quran Sharif at that time, and this I notice is happening in some masjids as well, that the Imam will start the khutbah and somebody in the congregation or few, few brothers maybe have the Quran Sharif open, thinking that it is a noble thing to be reading Quran Sharif at that time. No, it is not noble to be reciting the Quran Sharif at that time. At that particular time, we should be listening to the khutbah. That is what is required from us at that time. Uh, reciting the Qur'an Sharif, offering of, of nafil and sunnah, salahs, etc., etc., that is not the requirement of that particular time. At that time, we need to have full focus, full concentration uh, with regard to listening to the khutbah itself. All those things which disturb the khutbah become makroof from the minute Imam prepares to deliver the khutbah. So these things that we mentioned that talking, offering of sunnah and nafil salah, eating, drinking, replying to any person's talk, reciting the Qur'an Sharif, etc. All of these things that we have mentioned here, all of this is makru from the time the Imam prepares to deliver the khutbah. We mustn't involve ourselves in these things. That means once we see now that the bayan has concluded, and the imam is about to start What the khutbah, immediately we should stop whatever it is that we are doing, terminate the salah as soon as possible, if we are reading our sunnahs, etc., and all focus should now be on the imam during the time of the khutbah. That is basically a few things that we wanted to speak about, and and you know one thing that also hurts us, we see a lot of the time youngsters outside the masjid, while the jumma salah is going on, and this Jummah Salah has such a high regard in the eyes of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. <clears throat> and we find that there are some youngsters also that are that are sort of like, you know, do- doping the, the, the Juma Salah. And we urge all the brothers around the masajid in lands and all other areas as well, that if we see that some youngsters are outside the masjid and uh, the khutbah is about to start, let us in a kind manner remind these youngsters of the auspiciousness of the day of jumuah and try and give them some targheeb and encouragement to come into the masjid and join the salah uh, the khutbah and the salah preferably that brings us to the end of the khutbah and also the masail related to the to the salah of jumuah we will now begin inshallah next week with the salat of the eidain that is eid ul fitr and eid ul adha the sunnats on the days of Eid, and we have Eid al-Fitr, which is not very, very far away. We have Ramadan, which is basically two months away, and then uh, comes Eid al-Fitr. So, sunnats of the day of Eid, and also how to perform the Eid, Salah, etc., which we'll discuss in next week's program. Till then, Jazakumullah khairan for tuning in, wassalamu alaykum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh.